Welcome to Mad Toast Live, recorded in front of a live audience. Yeah, we're at the Brink Lounge, 701 East Washington Avenue, right down the hill from the Capitol Building in Madison, Wisconsin. We're your hosts, Mary Gaines and Chris Wagoner. Howdy. And we are here tonight with Amy Curl and Dan Kennedy. Or the other way. But it's all I've got Maybe it's a room and a house on fire I'm mired in forget-me-nots So do you dig it up To see what it's worth Or leave it buried in the earth Another minute for the world we made We're waking up, it's over now So do you take the chance That it's all for naught Or score the point With Parthian shot With Parthian shot Thank you, everybody. Thanks. Very nice. I wonder if that, if if we got the beer, the the compressors or whatever they are in the side closet there on the recording. Probably not. <laughs> we'll dub them in though. We'll turn them up and okay. Make sure they're on the ending. <laughs> you mean for the beer? For the beer, right? Oh, for the yeah, beer compressors, dear. You know. <laughs> and everybody knows it's a show, you know, here in Madison, Wisconsin, y'all. <laughs> I, you guys use a lot of big words. I was on your website, you know, and uh, there's some big words. Panoptic. I like that's a great word. Panoptic means uh, what? Wide vision? Yeah, encompassing. Okay. Lots of, yeah, a wider vision. Exactly. Okay. I, it's a great word. That's our goal tomorrow. We have to use that in a sentence at least once to a total stranger. I got It'll you be covered. easy tomorrow. You can just talk about last night's show. Yeah, that's it was true. panoptic. We had this panoptic <laughs> pop duo on. <laughs> and if you say that in the, wrong, in the wrong bar, you'll actually get punched. Yeah, probably so. <laughs> Um, Panoptic vibe! 
but uh, Dan and I were talking a little bit earlier, and I noticed on the website, listening to the, listening to the music, it's really infectious pop. I mean, it's, it's interesting to hear, because um, obvious, well, I don't know, obviously, I guess, obviously, they're, they're studio productions, you know, when you yeah, hear, and a lot, mm-hmm. of, a lot of groups do that. But then performing as a duo here, I mean, it sounds really big oh, thank as you. a duo, too. But, mm-hmm. it's a, but it's a very different thing. You guys are, you know, using fun, interesting pop devices like, I mean, whatever, uh, vocal, um, um, what's the thing? We were talking about it at a show a couple weeks ago, too, the... Uh, Oh, vocal yeah. harmonizer that thing. That harmonizer thing where you turned it all the way up. Auto-tuning. Or oh, oh right. yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it makes you sound like a, a robot or something. Right. But you guys, I like this uh, garage band. It has a, has a great quote that's on your website. Garage band, Montreal. And we use this in our blurb for, the, for your show tonight. Uh, a modern revelation in the folk industry, which were you guys... But I, what I didn't go on to say, which I because I hadn't read it, and they also went on to say, it's really good without being cheesy and corny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, it, and it's so true. It's so... Um, Thanks. Well, thank you for noticing. <laughs> we work hard on that. Yeah. <laughs> we do. But, you know, um, at the same time, we, we always, uh, whenever we start a show, we always say, uh, we're now entering the irony-free zone. Mm-hmm. So if you, if you hear anything that we play, whether it's a cover or something of ours, especially for covers, we do a lot of shows where we're doing maybe half covers, and um, we, we say, if, if you hear us playing something or singing something, it's because we really like it. Right. Not just because it's funny to do, like we do some Night Ranger and stuff like that. Yeah. And it's, <laughs> it's funny also, but <laughs> it's, uh, it's completely safe to sing along, because nobody's going to be ironic about it. Right, we're being sincere. <laughs> yeah. We're just handed yeah. the palindrome from the audience. Our, we have a, we have Excellent. A, uh, <laughs> it's not my uh, Madam I Am Adam, is it? Because we already used that <laughs> we one. We totally already, already used that no, an- <laughs> Oh, anagram, not a palindrome. <laughs> an anagram, antic pop. Excellent. Panoptic. Interesting. Nice. Oh. Doug Brown is our resident. Uh, sort of goes in and home level. Palindrome <laughs> Anagramist. Um, anagramist. Why do I keep saying that? See, that sounds like a bad word. Yeah, I don't know. Anagramist. Palindrome? <laughs> You're such anagramist. An anagramist. <laughs> we were calling then people we dill weeds me. the other yeah. day. <laughs> You're such a dill weed. That's terrible. <laughs> I know. I love dill weed. <laughs> I like it in salads. Wow. <laughs> this is cool. We've never talked about dill weed ever. No, <laughs> it's never really come <laughs> up. Totally. It's a first. I like it. Did you know that dillweed is a biannual? <laughs> I did not. We have. I wasn't prepared to talk about dillweed. I, I have all my notes about cilantro, but I... <laughs> I How about I that coriander? I, I wasn't aware, you know, uh, dandelions, we think they're lovely little flowers. We won't go into the whole story, but uh, we got rid of a lot of our dandelions this spring. But those little suckers, I tell you what, we have some other big bushes. And they, I, I don't even know if it's the same species, but there's some that peeking their head up. They're like four or five feet tall. <laughs> they look like a cross between a dandelion and a thistle. They were oh, not, okay. And, and I wonder if they are. Yeah, we yeah. Have some, I wouldn't be surprised. We have some monsters. <laughs> we love them. They're, they're beautiful. We've named them. Yeah. Luckily, they all die off in, in the fall, just weeks before they would be about to begin speaking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. That was good. Wow. <laughs> this is... So what else do you... Let's just go into another song. I, okay. I, I don't know how to lead out of that. Into whatever you're going to do. This is the one I wrote. Oh, were you going to say something? No. Okay. I, uh, no. Uh, <laughs> um, so 
Um, this was, I wrote this during an angry phase, so um, it's in... Uh, Is it about men? Seven. Oh, you know, it's about one person. Well, it's, it's actually, <laughs> it started out um, being autobi- <laughs> autobiographical, and then it, I wrote myself out of the story, and it turned into completely not my life, so... Yeah. But, um, but the emotion was still there. <laughs> so this is called Don't Mind Me, and it's in... Uh, C-ish in seven if you want to join.
Thank you. Cool. I could definitely feel, you know. <laughs> we, pl- we played a show in uh, a bar in Milwaukee, and, um, you know, we did all these sort of light, you know, poppy things, and then we did that, that song, and a woman came up after we were done and said, I liked it when you got angry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a funny thing about negative emotion, how sometimes that grabs hold of people much quicker than yeah. happy music. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even though I know, I mean, we're trying to do happier music in our own lives, <laughs> too, for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I used to write really, really depressing stuff, and, um, and I, now I don't even want to play it, you know? Like, you get to a place in your life, and it's, you know, you're trying to turn your songwriting into more of a craft and less of a journal that you're uh-huh. sharing with strangers, you know? Right. And so then when you get to a different place, like, I don't even want to, like, they're tainted now because they're too wrapped up to my life. So yeah. Yeah. it's a lot more fun to, like, just keep writing new stuff. That has to Go be really it. difficult for, for, for artists that when certain of those songs really catch on with your fans and you end up having <laughs> to do that song for the rest of your life, That's even right. though you realize that it's... Yeah. It's no longer um, something that's a part of your life. Right, right. It's something else. Yeah, and then, I mean, if you can get to the point where you really are just acting, you know, then it's fine if you can take yourself out of it. But a lot of people tend to, um, audience members do tend to really latch on. They can tell when you're not faking it, you know? So that's cool, too. But. Now, how long have you guys been playing together? Because I know you do a lot of different things. I know Dan plays with, yeah. like, what, Mark Croft and... Yeah, Mark Croft and um, Sean Michael Dargan. I actually yeah. play bass with both of them now. And uh, a couple other random things here and <laughs> <Yeah>. there. <laughs> and that bass you made, I heard. Yes, I did. Do you make other instruments, too? That one's beautiful. I do. I, I've, I've made a bunch of instruments, and most of them... I've sold most of them at this point, but I have... Uh, this bass and one electric guitar and a, a lap steel that I still have. Cool. It's pretty great. Yeah, well, the, I envy that ability. The story of how you guys got together, I, I love that. Is that when you met? You met in a wedding band, right? Well, sort it? of. We actually knew of each other okay. from, you know, musical community. And, um, uh, yeah, so we had, like, we hadn't really, like, spoken to each other. I, I had heard him play, um, with Eric Hester, and um, so I knew he was really fantastic, and then Sean Michael Dargan invited me to play keys and do some backup vocals for this wedding band, and then when I found out that Dan was in it, I was so excited. (laughs) (laughs) So, and then the wedding band, you know, fell apart pretty quickly. You (laughs) used the word imploded on your website. Imploded, yes. I think uh, the phrase was stereotypically imploded. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. We've all yeah. played in wedding bands. Yeah. Weddings can be a gas to play for. I don't know if people, I mean, we think of the typical, people think of the typical wedding band, you know, that it ends up being like a jukebox, anything <laughs> right. people want. Was it kind of like that, or did you do? It, it was kind of. Um, a lot of the other people in the band were very fearless. And, yeah. you know, hmm, I think I heard that on the radio once in <laughs> right. 1978. Can you hum a sure. few bars? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah people don't realize, generally realize how hard that is to do. You know, yeah. it's like, you know, you might know the chorus. Right. You know, or, or part of a verse, but then right. you've got to... Like, yeah, but you know, people are totally fine with that. They just want you to do, give them like four bars of the hook, yeah, you right, know, and they're like, we love you. If, you. if you do a verse and a chorus, they'll just yeah. they'll be falling all over yeah. themselves. 
Even yeah. if you repeat it six times. Right. Yeah. right. <laughs> they don't care. Yeah. Well, yeah, depending on what time of the night it is. So, right. you know, the later into the evening, you really can <laughs> You can get, get away get with it. <laughs> yeah, you really can, yeah. yes. Yeah. But the later it goes, the later you have to play, too. You right. That's right. <laughs> you can't actually stop. It has to be so, late enough in the evening that everybody's had a few, but before the... Uh, the uh, host bar ends. <laughs> so you guys are more than just a musical duo, personally, is that right? Well, we are, you know, actual individual people. <laughs> yeah, so, so we've got that going for us. <laughs> well, that's good, that's good. One plus one. Yeah. No, but do, you, do you usually perform as, as, uh, as a duo? It's yeah, yeah. yeah. Usually, we, we still occasionally do shows by ourselves. Yeah. It, actually, Amy's done tons of stuff by herself, and I'm I'm kind of new to solo performing. I've always been a side guy, and uh, just in the last year or so, I've uh, gotten a chance to do a few terrifying, very very long <laughs> solo shows. <Yeah. laughs> Interminable for myself and possibly the audience as well. <laughs> And I'm new to the to the ensemble stuff. I've always done everything by myself, and I really don't want to ever go back to that because you've got all these other bodies to carry the stuff and help you find where you're going and calm you down if you're freaking out yeah. and get the food for you and hold the door. And you know, I mean, it's just so great. And and then, I mean, that's not even counting the energy of being on stage with other people. Yeah. And, and then know. after the show, carrying the 75-pound keyboard. <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah. That's really nice, too. <laughs> Have you guys discovered the whole Dolly concept yet? Um, no. We saw yours. We were thinking we should totally look into that. They have these fold-up ones I, that are pretty cool. I don't, think we have a, I don't think we've had a car big enough to hold everything and a Dolly. <laughs> and a Dolly, yeah. yeah. We're at the edge. <laughs> we used to strap it to the top of the... But we had a van, so... Nice, <laughs> but nice. I know you've been asked this a lot, probably, but um, I find it very interesting. I mean, we're used to uh, we're used to um, um, maybe being more in the circle of of people coming out of the folk tradition, right? Singer songwriter tradition, Mm -hmm. going into pop or blues or rock or 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 whatever you want to call it, panoptic pop, perhaps even. But (laughs) um, but you guys seem to be coming from a different place than that. Is that is that true? Well, you've gone to a different place than that, that's for yeah. sure. Yeah, I think, um, yeah, I would feel like I come more from a pop background. Yeah. Although, actually, I, was, I had some training classically, so actually that's been really hard to shake because um, when I get into yeah. the band setting and they're like, just let it loose, and I'm all like, you know, and it just doesn't... You know, the blues stuff, it's like yeah. takes me a long time to like She'll really... She'll say, what chord are you playing? And I'll say, I have no idea. It sounds like this. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. And I'm, I'm the person that has to write it all out and map yeah. it, you know? Like, okay, well, just tell me the notes and then I'll figure out what chord it is. And then I know what it looks like and I know what, where to go from there. So yeah. that's been really interesting to come from. He's all ear and I'm all paper. And so that's been really interesting. We've both learned so much from that collaboration. Yeah. But then I would say not to speak for Dan, but he writes in every genre, so I'm not sure where he started. Where did you start? I'm not even sure where I started <laughs> anymore. I don't know. I think when I first started writing, I think the, the writer that sort of set me in motion was, uh, was Lyle Lovett. And he's such a He's like he's a gateway drug, you know. He yeah. said <laughs> he's, he's like a. You listen to Lyle Lovett, and he's sort of got his own thing that he does. But then, 
you can sort of follow him into country and you can follow him into jazz, you can follow him into blues and gospel. And I, I kind of did that for a little bit. Just, yeah. you know, he, he was a, I really liked his writing. And then through him, I realized, oh, I really like, uh, I guess I like country after all. And yeah. I guess I like this other stuff after all. I love all. that. And some people like that. They make it sound so easy. You know, they can go there, they can go there. They got their own stamp on it. And sometimes genres where you wouldn't, you'd go, well, really, from here to there, really? Yeah. And you go, wow, yeah, I guess I see there is this, there can be this connection. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, That's it's really sort of like exciting. the same, like the, it's the paper versus ears thing. There's yeah. a lot of stuff that just, it makes sense when you hear it, and it doesn't make sense when you look at it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. See, I don't understand that. <laughs> it's total opposite. It doesn't make sense until I see the paper. I'm like, well, oh, that's what's happening. Well, okay. it, it, I, could be, I could be totally wrong about this in off base, but I know, I mean, and it's obviously, I think, too much, uh, maybe limiting thing to say, but um, one of the things, you know, coming from being, I guess, more jazz musicians, maybe, um, the, the pop thing, and we played in pop bands too, but I don't know that we were that good at pop pop because I think about pop more as, um, you know, it's more crafted in a way. Uh -huh. I mean, jazz for can sure. be for yeah. sure, mm -hmm. but pop is not necessarily thought to be about improvisation no. or playing the song slightly differently. It's like, no, this is the song. We crafted it. Yep. It sounds great this way. Don't mm -hmm. add yeah, a so note So some night there. if you're wandering right. off in another direction, right. people are like, what are you doing? <laughs> you know, this well, is cool, man. Yeah. But still care. making it sound, you know. I didn't come here to watch you make a bunch of stuff up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I mean, but it is so, like, there's a reason. Like, yeah. it was thought out. Like, it was mapped, you know. And yeah. Yeah, so that definitely is what I understand, I think, coming from the classical side. And, yeah. and, and then growing up in the 80s and listening to 80s, you know, 80s yeah, right. pop. But it doesn't yeah. have to be stiff. I mean, I no, think a yeah, lot of jazz musicians can learn from that too, where I think there are a lot of jazz musicians that um, maybe look down their nose a little bit at, at pop or rock or, or blues. Prob not, not good jazz musicians, I don't think, in general, but, um, but the idea of a riff, the idea of a, a hook, you know, you write it like the cars. You think of some of the great pop yes. bands of the 80s, right? Mm -hmm. Everybody, whether you even like the song, <laughs> you know them. Yeah. Yep. Because they are just undeniable. And, mm -hmm. and the same thing can be pulled into jazz. You know, if you play a great, write a great riff and, and play it and play it again. Come back to it again at some point, mm -hmm. you know, or work mm -hmm. it in in such a way that people go, maybe remember it or, or yeah. bring them with you. I right, guess. right, yeah. yeah. Right, you're carrying them along, like, yeah. oh, and now let's go to this cool place, and in one yeah. second, I'll give you some comfort by coming back to the hook, you know? And right, yeah. Just let me cool. take this moment, just yeah. for a moment, <laughs> yeah. I'll come back. You I gotta promise. trust me, this is gonna <laughs> yeah. be really cool. Yeah. It's I gonna get... come back. Five <laughs> seconds for me, five seconds for you, five seconds for me. <laughs> right, right. I, I hear a little, and I, I, I hope you don't cringe at this, it's like, you sound like so-and-so. No, but you've got, there's an element of Ricky Lee Jones, who I love, and Crowded House, who I also love, nice. especially because yeah. they cool. get that really great two-part, essentially a two-part vocal. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. I think they add some others in there, but they, they're so it's so good that you don't even realize it's just really they're exactly the right harmonies, vocal. you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you tried a third harmony and then took out one of the middle ones, it'd be like, ew. Yeah. <laughs> but this is perfect. Yeah. 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 Dan's written some really cool songs that he wrote for himself to sing, and then brought them to the group and then like, oh, but I really like that too. So then he wrote a second full melody and then we threw them together. We have a couple of songs like that that we're probably not doing tonight. <laughs> but, oh, but, but we uh, could. Were these, we on, could. Were these yeah. on your new your debut release? Is that, is that fairly um, recent? One of them is on the first EP and the okay. um, other one I was thinking of is, yeah, 
um, on the second latest one, Sharing Ahead. Okay. Um, yeah, but we were hoping to do things that aren't recorded okay. since we're yeah, doing yeah. the podcast thing. Of course. But we could do Take It From Me or, yeah. I don't know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Something. Or something. Something. Or something. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's what Chris and I do at gigs. We're like, you want to do that? <laughs> I know. You're concerned. <laughs> no, that's a terrible idea. I'm not there at all. And the audience is like, would you just play something? on that ong say. <laughs> So yeah, why don't you guys play another tune? Okay. okay. <laughs> well, let's uh, let's do Mildred. Okay. All right. This is also in C, so. In it's not in seven. <laughs> it's no, not. It's no, it's not okay. in seven. Or I think that one was in five, wasn't it? No, seven, and then went to four briefly. Oh, yeah. that's right. That's right. Yeah, you should have seen me writing that out. I was like stomping <laughs> three here and then like doing a four with my elbow because I kept getting myself mixed up when I was trying to write the song. Yeah, and so I had to like put it in my body. So That's the chicken dance, actually, I, I think. I wish my dad were here. He's yeah. really good at that. Oh, he's, he's the best chicken dancer. <laughs> All right. So this song um, was part of a what was initially going to be a campaign to bring back some old-fashioned girl names for songs. I, I wrote a song called um, Evelyn Yes, and, uh, and that one came from this, uh, uh, there was this really, really uh, elderly woman named Evelyn, I think that went to my church when I was little, and I, I was just thinking one day, you know, here's this like 95-year-old woman, and you know, she was 20 once, and somebody sang love songs to her, and, and uh, and you don't hear these old names anymore, so I had written, you know, that Evelyn song and then this one, and uh, I haven't come up with any more, so <laughs> the, that project may be dead in the water. But. You have to write a, one about Beatrice. <laughs> oh, nice. Oh, I gotta write that down. Do <laughs> you mind if I use that? No. <laughs> it's just a name. <laughs> so... That takes up residence and will not move along All sunny sentiments If you've never had a song You've never been in love with Mildred Have you ever had a laugh That left your head abuzz And measured off the ground I only ask because if you've never had a laugh, you've never been in love with Mildred. She is like that word you say incessantly until it starts to lose all meaning, till all that's on your mind is to spend a little
dedicated to your greeting. It's true. There were a lot of beautiful names of our grandparents and mm-hmm. that uh, you just don't hear anymore. Yeah. yeah. My, a good friend of mine just named her newest baby girl, Cora, which yeah. I love. Oh, just that's love that. yeah. yeah. It's really nice. So what are some modern names now that, that weren't around then? Aisha. Well, yeah. Yeah. yeah that's a beautiful go. name, though. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of it's hard to imagine like a ninety five year old Taylor, <laughs> or you know some yeah. of the their yeah. last yeah. names. That's what they are. They used to be last right. names. That's yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's nice. true. I can't think of anything else hip. I mean, I can't even really think of Amy as I don't. I have never met any old Amys, so that feels like a young name to I me. I wonder where that comes from. Camellia, maybe. Hmm. Anybody know? Anybody out there? Anyone? Anyone? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> I had a grandmother named Mabel. No. Nice. Short for Maybelline. Oh, fantastic. And Nancy California. <laughs> California was a, a woman's name, too. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Nice. I can't think. <laughs> Madeline. No. <laughs> I that was the name of my bagels. cat. <laughs> you have a cat named Madeline? <laughs> yes. I used to. <laughs> what were we going to name cats? If we got new cats, we decided... Sam and Lucy. No, it was, that oh, was the other day. It was uh, <laughs> different ones. I don't know if we could say it on the air, though. Little Bear and Chicken. Oh, Chicken. That was it. Yeah. <laughs> we like to call one of our cats Chicken, because she just kind of goes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, it's the vacuum cleaner. Oh, my God, it's the mailman. <laughs> She's a crazy kitty. Yeah. Uh, well, that, that does range. That's pretty cool. So an old jazzy thing. Yeah, yeah. that was yeah. fun. That was all Dan. All Dan. All Dan. I, I, did, all um, Dan. I did FOM a couple of years ago. I don't know if you're familiar with FOM. It's a February album writing month. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, so the, the goal is to write 14 songs in, in the 28 days of February. <clears throat> and everybody that's ever participated in FOM will tell you that anything is fair game during that month when you're trying to come up with all these songs. And um, so uh, I, in order to try to avoid falling into a rut, I decided I picked out a couple of genres that I was going to try to write in that I had never tried to write in before, and that was one of them, was just sort of a, you know, older melodic jazz kind of idiom. Yeah. And um, so I, I ended up with that, and... One other one that we perform pretty regularly. And what was that? 
That other one oh, that okay. we perform pretty regularly. Cool. <laughs> yeah, people love it. <laughs> I remember um, that one. The one that... <laughs> yes, it's the one about the not having a memory. That's exactly right. I've already lost my heart, is what it's called. Oh, right. It's on, it's on the FOM compilation. <laughs> cool. The FOM compilation? Yes, the FOM compilation. Our, uh, uh, did, now, are you guys members of the Madison Songwriters Group, too? Yes. Yep. Do some things mm-hmm. like that? Yeah. yeah. Yep. I think so, unless our membership has left. <laughs> 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 yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. That, that's yes, really... I can say with all, with as much surety as I can muster. <laughs> I am a member of the Madison Songwriters. That, that's a very interesting group of people. I really am. It is. Talk about being a, a wide range. Very broad. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No kidding. Yeah. And we, we kind of put this out there oftentimes, especially when we have songwriters, great, really good songwriters on. That uh, if you're out there and you you are starting songwriting, and or want to, if see if about joining a group, if there is a songwriting group in your area, because it can be a great way to learn, yeah, and be inspired and yeah, yeah. and just to meet the people. Like I mean, yeah. I was doing a lot of stuff on my own and didn't know where to go, you know, and mm-hmm. to have just a central location and just yeah. met you know a lot of great people, good friends, you know, and um, almost to the point where music is like. Like, how did we even get yeah. together? Oh, yeah, that's right. We're musicians. <laughs> you know? so, so that's been really cool, too. Now, where, have you, where have you guys gone with this in terms of, uh, have, you, have you gone? Geographically. Geographically. Yeah, yeah. well, uh, not too far, really. Not too far, <laughs> I hope you do. Have you played I think we've ranged as, uh, as far as Milwaukee. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a pretty I good Milwaukey place. Is I think anywhere you go, in. you're just going to slam. Thanks. Yeah, yeah the, um, the latest EP that we've got out, we did one of those college radio pushes, yeah. and that went really well. And um, so we were in the top 10 in these random places, and we had in our mind that we that's, were going like, to really go cool. to those places and yeah. play there, but, um, you know, we just haven't yeah. gotten ourselves so, organized um, yet. So. Yeah, Moscow, Idaho, and Riverside, California. Yeah. Yes, you know. Oh, that's Moscow. good routing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Moscow, Idaho is actually a great music uh, well, that's an incredible music school there. Nice. But uh, that's cool. a good music community. Yeah. Cool. For sure. Yeah. Well, it must yeah, be. We they appreciated what yeah. we had to offer. So. <laughs> <laughs> what we do is we take, we, when we go on tour, it's more of a tour slash vacation. Yeah. That's yeah. the way to do it. You know, I yeah. totally want to see Santa Fe. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I need to sweep down that way. Because, you know, yeah. you don't really get vacations otherwise. Right. <laughs> you go on tour, it's like, what? <laughs> and turn off your cell phone. You know. right. Don't yeah. answer any emails. <laughs> now, what's, now yeah. this may go f- far afield from maybe what you were planning on do tonight because I noticed there are some things. As a duo, I'm curious. You, you played the song earlier that was like this this angry tune, and there are some tunes I know on the website that you've done in the past that have like like more like grungy guitars and, and stuff. Oh like yeah. That. Obviously, it's a you know you're here as a duo with an acoustic guitar, piano. But uh, what? Anything that I shouldn't tell you. You guys should play whatever the heck you want. <laughs> tell you what, I retract the last statement. Who cares? It's our show. We can do whatever we want. Yeah, you do and you're on you it, want. so you can do whatever you want. Yeah. Why, why don't you just play whatever the heck you want? You say on your side of the stage, <laughs> and I say on my side of the stage. Mom. 
We do love that stuff, though. Yeah, I, yeah. Um, I'm a closet rocker, and having like having the bass and um, drums on a newer record was yeah. just like so fun. And even the wedding band was just like I'm doing Pat Benatar stuff, and you know, like <laughs> yeah. fist in the air and yeah. stuff, and that was like really really fun. We have well adrift. I mean, is that? It's not really grungy. Well, I mean, it's gonna sound acoustic yeah. tonight, <laughs> no matter what we do. Sing but it like you know, this. Yeah. we could we could have a little uh, rowdy, gritty electric violin or something. Oh yeah, we could do that. I could pull it you got some grit in those pedals. I pull, I have the grit pedal, but I pulled it out of the loop here. Oh, put it no. back in the loop. Yeah. Or we could. You can do it acoustically. No, yeah. Or we could just do this. Yeah. I mean, that's. Or does that not fit? Um, Sorry, while we confer again. <laughs> It's okay. Yeah, we can we can do that. Okay. And then and then we'll get to the gritty thing later. Okay. <laughs> so this is your 15 minutes, and it's in a blues in A, and we yeah. really need you to cover the um, the solo bits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this the is where bars, the eight bars in A where nobody else will be doing anything. <laughs> <laughs> we'll all be looking at you, hopefully. <laughs> Wink, wink. Was this the signal we worked out before? <laughs> or take it away, Chris. Take it away, Mary. So um, uh, this actually was another uh, one from that same group of bomb songs. When I, I had uh, another another sort of gateway artist for me was Robert Cray, um, who I got to through the bluesy stuff, and then yeah. you know he he does some really. Uh, pretty hard soul stuff and this sort of just a little bit more sophisticated blues and I had wanted to write something like that so this is what I came up with. Your new record's on the half price shelf your baby treats you like the hired help Somebody's sitting in your favorite chair Man, what the hell is going on around here? Let me fill you in In case nobody told you Your 15 minutes are over Big thing. I have your people give my people a ring. But while they had your people stuck on hold, it was in with the new and out with the old. Then they put your face on a cold case folder. Your 15 minutes are over. Now you got the cold shoulder 
Your 15 minutes are over You guys played another it. one of my favorite bands, who yeah. is also sort of a gateway. Who, you know, who? They, they, Steely Dan. Oh yeah. They lead totally. in lots of directions too. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Leave it to Steely Dan to like. I know this is a blues tune, man, but it happens to have like an E flat uh, diminished with a five and a one spread, and it's got uh, a two five one and uh, the on, uh, coming around the third bass. You know. You can I know tell when if it's Steely Dan, it's got one of these in it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. <laughs> When we're trying to codify stuff, like he'll come in with a song, like I wrote this, and, and so he's like, well, I don't know what this chord is, and so we are like mapping it out, and, and, and then like trying to name them, like sometimes it is that kind of yeah. thing, like, so we have all these notes to ourselves, like find out if a ninth chord can have a flatted third with a seven, you know, taking a, you know, I don't know, taking a break out back, you know, just like, we have these like random notes to ourselves, like, find out what this really is, you know, which one is the root, you know, well, yeah. it could be like this, if you like totally made this contingency okay, and it could and be then, this chord. And then half the time it turns out when she maps it on the piano, oh, it's just a, a G major second inversion. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sussed or something, Crap. you know. I thought I was being so yeah. interesting. <laughs> Yeah. That's, a, that's a great song, though. I like Thank it. you. I'm always kind of amused by, um, well, I'm not amused by it. I think it's really cool when people use all these different tunings. But then, like, when I'm at home trying to write a chart for it because I have to play something on it, I'm like, okay, that's a straight A chord. <laughs> it's in a different tuning, and it's played way up here, and it sounds super rich. Yeah. yeah. But it's still it's just an A, a chord. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that actually makes me very happy. <laughs> right. <laughs> Figure out what to do. Yeah. Thing. That's cool. Yeah, open tunings. I've, I've, uh, the 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 most exotic I've been able to venture to is drop D, and anything beyond that is just. Uh, I have too much invested in figuring out how to play chords just the regular way. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I know I know people use that. Uh, one of the reasons for doing the, uh, uh, for writers for using different tunings is to kind of shake you out of your the norm it's like well or to play something that you couldn't actually do in standard tuning what, yeah. what, is there an yeah. analogy on the keyboard for writing things that you do that like to maybe to shake you out oh that's a good question like technically yeah since probably you, since you can't cross tune <laughs> there are well, probably like, well, but I don't I'm know. comfortable in my rut we'll so. have you back on next week will I? well no I, I mean I was you know working on the different um yeah. Temp or uh, rhythms, you know, yeah, that was yeah. one thing that I had never really done before, so yeah. that was good. I actually end up getting out of a piano rep by going to the guitar, which I 
really almost don't know how to play. But so, and that is much more of an yeah. ear thing or like some general shapings. But if I come across something that sounds good, you know, I have to take it back to the piano yeah. to like figure out what figure I've just done. Was, and, yeah. and so then it's like, oh, wow, check that. I could totally do that on this. And um, like, we're going to do a drift next. And um, okay. I wrote that on guitar and um, only recently moved it to piano. And it actually... It's a pretty different song on piano, actually, but... Um, do you ever play accordion? I haven't. Well, I tried once, and I didn't do a very good job. I, I have one here. You've got to try more than once. This is our theme. <laughs> I, I, I bring it. I bring it for when, I have, when we have keyboard players on, just to kind of throw it out there. It's oh, that's a, cool. Um, I'll, give, I'll give it some give thought. Give it some thought. It's, it's right over here if you okay. should want it. Okay, cool. People aren't biting, honey. I know. I, know. I don't know why the they don't want to try it for, like, the second time on the show. <laughs> What's funny is that Amy says that she doesn't know how to play guitar very well, but what's funny is that when, uh, when, when we've played gigs where she does play guitar, I, she does use some pretty unusual chords and some pretty interesting extended chords, and, I, and I'm always kind of watching the, uh, you know, the guitar guys in the audience, and they'll yeah. kind of perk up, and, oh, what is she doing? What is she doing there? And it's kind of fun to watch, that, you know, because I, I know that she's just like... I don't know if I remember this shape or not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But um, so this one's Adrift. Okay. And um, it's inspired, it was inspired uh, by the book, Life of Pi, if you read that book. I don't remember who the guy, who, do you know the author? Is it about mathematics or pi? No, um, um, neither. Neither, actually. Oh, okay. It's one of those novel things. Uh, <laughs> novel. I don't remember. Oh, I can't remember. Life of Pi, P.I. Life of Pi. Oh, it's yeah. an excellent book. Um, if you can figure out the author, um, please, please do and <laughs> read it. Yes, it's good. Um, and A Friend's Divorce. I mixed those two together. All right, here we go. And it's in and G. And it's in G. <laughs> I think sure you're going to start. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Every time. 
Thank you for joining us on that one. Yes, cool. thank you. Oh, sure. <clears throat> nice to hear the thunderous bass. Did you? Yeah. Chugging <laughs> along behind us. We do. We do occasionally play. Um, play. Uh, you know, rock band shows. We've mm-hmm. got a, a great drummer, Bob Boyd, who <laughs> also plays with Mark Croft, and he's just uh, amazing and super guy. And um, we have a great bass player, Mark Walker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and he's a, he's a super nice guy too we've totally lucked out on finding some really really cool people yeah. to play with that are just, you gotta look you for know, some real you know kind of really nasty crappy people yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just to kind of round it out right just throwing that out there well I I'm thought sure maybe we'll that I would switch to being the nasty crappy person <laughs> in the band so that... I don't know what a crappy person would be I don't know it's kind of weird I, on students like that too I just hear this like this we were talking earlier, you know, you guys um, talk about space, how important space is, you know. And what's the quote, Miles Davis, that's on your, on your website? I love that. Uh, uh, I wrote it down, but do you remember <laughs> it? It's a test. <laughs> I didn't know there was going to be a quiz. <laughs> um, I can't remember what it was. I know Something it was. about air in the songs. Don't play that. Oh. Don't play what's there. Play what's not play there. Play what's not there, yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. What? <laughs> There was a, another quote that um, this crazy guy that used to come into a music store worked at would say this all the time. He, he attributed it to um, um, uh, Keith um, Richards, Richards um, who I guess is famous for lots of great quotes, but he said, he it's a Barrett. serious thing when you mess with silence. I wonder what Yogi liked that one. Wonder what Yogi Berra had to say about it. I'd like to know that. We'll have to work on that one. Gosh, there's so many places we could go right now. I'm trying really hard to just let it go. But it's true. This beautiful simplicity, you know, it's 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 so powerful. I mean, you could fill it up with a bunch of stuff. Like thinking that that one would sound. I would I would love to hear like great big powerful strings, or not even like moving strings, but just like trumpets. Trumpets. (laughs) (laughs) Not not really in that. Yep, that would be interesting, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, we have time for one more song. Do you guys... All right. What would be... Well, shall we do next to you so you can sing one? Um, Whichever. we should do accidental... Really? So we for... All right. It's me again. It's Amy. It's another, you know, A song. Another riffy thing. Cool. It's a bluesy thing. Yeah. All right. Also wrote the song. Is guitars. it in four? With more than it is. Four. <laughs> and I get to Ever do since the... that one that was in seven, I'm a little, uh, a little I shy. Get, I get to do the thing. Well, I shouldn't probably say it before we play the song, but well, I get to do the thing that I stole from Sonny Landreth in this song. So that's fun. Oh, He's All got right. a million tricks. I don't think he'll miss it. Right. started and in order 
suddenly downhearted Laughing too long at each other's jokes Lingering over the leave taken Thank you. Awesome. You get, thank you thank so you. much for coming. Thanks for having us. Thanks for we having loved us. it. Amy Curl and Dan Kennedy. We had a great time. Thank, thank you. you. Check them out. CurlKennedy.com. C-U-R-L Kennedy.com. Thanks for coming to Matos Live tonight. Special thanks to Mr. Andy LaValley from uh, Bear Sound and production assistance from Nick McNeese. You can catch our podcasts at matoslive.com and it's also in the podcast directory of iTunes. New ones coming out every Monday and Thursday. Thanks for coming. <laughs>